Hello everyone, Vager here. I am going to be having a special guest today, so I hope you all are having a amazing day. And I know this is usually like off-kilter, I don't usually podcast on Thursdays. I usually podcast on Sundays at 4. Well, today's a special day, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Klee, my friend who is on YouTube, and she'll be joining us real soon. I'm just sending out the links and sharing so that you all may know. No worries. Let's see how far I can get this. There we go. Tweeted that. Hello, Klee. I'm just logging into my my other account so I can share this and see if I can get it on my community page. Uh, history. There we go. There you are. Hi, Clee. Would you like to join? Oh, man, I don't even know if you can hear me. Are you able to hear me? Let's see if my sound is actually coming through. Oh, yeah, it's coming through. <laughs> you still there, Klee? It says you're joining, so I hope it works. There you are. Hi, Clee. How are you? Hi. This is not working. Oh, no. No. Wait. One oh, now I hear myself twice. Oh, now I hear myself twice. Yes, I know. <laughs> wrong hashtag. Shit. <laughs> I hope this mic holds. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Well, I hear you still through the speaker. How ah. about now? Yeah, See? I can. I now guess I, I hear you. you normal. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Is this go. mic okay or? Yeah, yeah. You're coming in perfectly. I can hear you perfectly coming through. Yay. So. Okay. It's my old headset. <laughs> ah, so that's what you did. Okay. I'm uh, I'm just now sharing. I have to switch back to the old one. Uh, so the the new one's Perfect. not working. Uh, not is on it... the phone. I have a cable, but mm, okay. yeah, no, the new one is more for the PC because like it has the green and pink input, mm-hmm. and I have a ca- cable to put that back to like one, but my phone doesn't like it. 
Fair so, enough. I, whatever. I usually use USB, but those uh, aux cords, they, they come in real handy, and they're usually better at processing sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm, at uh, least uh, this mic's working. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently using a USB. Um, I don't know if I'm... Am, am I coming through correctly for you, or is it like I'm able to... Or you're able to hear me? Am I being processed correctly? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you fine. Okay, okay that's good to know. I've uh, had issues rum. in the past. Ooh, rum? Mm-hmm. Rum, rum. I, tonight I might have Some Bacardi Raz. Mm. Uh, let me ask someone something real quick. Sure. Take your time. Uh, there we go. I just want to make sure. Usually Thursdays aren't that uh, popular to listen to podcasts, but yeah. I do know I have somewhat of a good following. And hi, Abby. How are you? But I know a few, I think around 15 people are going to be coming in to listen. I, I asked them to. Oh. So that would oh. be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. And we started early, you know, mm-hmm. which is good. It's early in the Middle East, I believe. So, hi, Abby. Well, technically, no, it's late. It's not even morning. It depends. That yeah, that's true. What are you up to, Abby? Hi, Abby. Good luck. Oh, it's like three three thirty a.m. or ah, p.m. No, no, that can't be right. Wait. What time it, is it? It's 5 p.m. here, so. Wait. I just need to know if it's which it, which it is. GMT plus how much? From GMT plus two till GMT plus four. And I'm GMT plus one, so... It's like between midnight and 4 a.m. there. Oh, okay. Depending on which country, of course. Fair enough. So, starting out, what did you want to talk about for the podcast? Like, what, what is well, the main topics that you think would be, like, your, your happiest moments for the pod, like, for this podcast? Because I want this to be something that you love and that you enjoy. Um, well, like we discussed a bit earlier, I've Mm -hmm. put the questions you've had, like the things you had, the subjects, I put them in a folder and, uh, Mm. or in a a text file and I answered them because like, I'm way too control freaky. (laughs) No, no, no. That's actually perfect because most people don't do that. They, um, they prefer like in the moment kind of questions. And I actually do like to like generate questions beforehand, but I usually yeah. want like for this, I guess for this podcast, I, I do like to have people as real as possible and I want them to have fun. Yeah. I want them to be themselves. I don't want it to be all like stick up the ass and like, they're all worried about like saying anything. Like you can say anything as long as it's not rude and hurtful in any way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I um, I do I do have a few questions for you. But is there anything that you like deeply want to talk about? Like, there's something within your roots. You're just like, I love 
pyramid so much because I fell on one and I broke my back, but then all of a sudden I saw something and it was like a god something, I don't know. So. No, not necessarily. No, I, I, I like to be surprised, if that makes oh. sense. Okay. Like you, you ask me questions and I'll just answer them and just we'll go from there. All right, that sounds fun. good. Yeah. yeah. It's my first podcast, you know, so ease into it. <laughs> Fair enough. I, um, I do want to ask, what got you into content creating, like for YouTube? Um, why, did I, why did I start YouTube? Well, um, about 10, 11 years ago, I studied engineering because I wanted to mm-hmm. be an architect. And after that, I got a surgery that made me unable to work. And I've always been fascinated by like history and ancient structures. And like when in architecture, my, my role model was Gaudi, the, the oh. person, the man, yeah, from La Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like my driving force when I did architecture. But the okay. structures and things like that have always inspired me a lot. And when I was like really young, I remember skimming through my mother's encyclopedias and just seeing a picture of Stonehenge and I was just sold. And after like seven and a half years, almost eight years of being home, unable to work, I decided to put both passions and combine them. And mm. therefore I started, I started to research ancient structures and I decided to share that research and make videos that's amazing eventually i rolled into it (laughs) i think it's actually really interesting that you stuck with something that you loved and see when someone has like a major injury um i can't use my right hand the same as i used to i had Mm -hmm. a baseball bat that like shattered almost every bone in my hand um I also like, I have so many injuries. It's, it's a lot, but I, I can't draw the same because my hand does shake after a time and it shakes viciously because I can't control it. I have so much nerve damage, but you, you stuck to something that you loved and you pushed through and you made it possible where you can still do something you love and you're having fun with it. And I think that's amazing. And I'm glad that YouTube gave you that outlet. Yeah, me too. I'm like really happy that YouTube even exists. <laughs> I know everyone always like bitches about YouTube and sure, they're not perfect, but oh, who yeah. is, you know? Yeah, and exactly. what is? What is perfect? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. uh I think I got lucky. Hmm. I took so, a few years to settle so, down, you know, and accept it. Yeah. So why do you think you're lucky, even though you, you've been like through hell, essentially? And I don't want to like go into too much detail, but I do know you've been through a lot. And what makes you think that you're lucky? Because I know you, you're actually getting quite the, the fame now on YouTube, but you're also, you're, you're just this inspirational force, I think. And you're just like this lovely presence on the internet. And I think you have so much passion and drive but you say you're lucky and I'm like, there's more than luck there. I think you have like wonderful talent. (laughs) Well, I just see it as luck in the way that I'm lucky to be here. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had some run-ins where life could have ended a couple times and Mm -hmm. 
I'm still here, which makes me really grateful. And I want to try and make the most of it, if that makes sense. I, mm-hmm. um, I feel like when you yourself are passionate about something, that passion just transforms into more. So mm-hmm. with these videos, um, it's my uh, passion project, but I'm very grateful that I'm not the only one passionate about it and that there are more yeah. people that want to learn more and want to hear more. And especially when I make uh, videos about like um, the Irish structures, mm-hmm. the Irish people really love the fact that I do this. Oh. And because yeah. I make um, videos about their structures, they will also watch the videos about the Scottish structures and the English and all the others because they just love the fact that we have all these ancient structures all over the world. But most people just think about Ireland or England or France. Mm, they forget the rest. Like we have dolmens in Asia. We have ancient structures in America, in South America. Everything I just still want to cover in the future. But people forget mm-hmm. that it's global. The yeah. Stone Age was global. They yeah. made structures everywhere. Exactly. And yeah, I, I do but, know for a fact, we in America we look over so much of other countries' history. But, like, when I got to college, I got to learn a lot about, like, uh, Gothic architecture, ancient Egypt's architecture. um, Just, But but it was all based around the art form around it, not, like, the actual history. And I really wish that, and this is kind of, like, my own, uh, I guess, desire... I wish America would actually reach out more to other countries to learn about them. And at the same time, I do want us to look at our own history and not just see it as like a bad slate, but something that like native Americans, they had beautiful. And I mean, beautiful works of art made with like wood made with trees, actual living trees, stone, and no one talks about it, but no no one does. Yeah, and I think people like you who share videos like on YouTube, it helps so much because it gives us an outlet. It lets us look at it and actually desire it. Yeah, like the um, the Mesa Verde National Park. Mm-hmm. I've still I, I still need to look into it more because I've just watched a few things about it a couple times, mm-hmm. but these caves that they carved these homes, they carved out of like rocks. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's just incredible. And I think the most everyday Americans just forget that. Sure. Like your buildings are no more than 500 years old. That's yeah. true. Absolutely. That's true. Every building in America is at least 500 years or younger, but there's more history than just the buildings. There's way more in your ground, in your surface. In, I mean, when my sister's a paleontologist, she digs up dinos. Mm-hmm. She's been to America 10 times already on 10 different excavations. She's mm. digging up dinos in America because you've got that in your soil mm-hmm. where the bones are just perfectly preserved. We don't have that in the Netherlands. Well, we have one spot where you can find like trilobites. But that's mm-hmm. it. 
Yeah, maybe some really poop fossils, but <laughs> some poop fossils. <laughs> poop fossils are a thing in in paleontology, really. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I just think it's hilarious. Poop fossils. <laughs> oh. She made a whole paper on it, like in the couple mo- in the past few months. She made a whole paper on poop fossils <laughs> to find out what what the the diet was of like certain types of dinosaurs. That's actually yeah. really cool, though. That's actually really <laughs> cool. It's, it's, it's a funny, real thing. But, yeah. Um, I, no, I asked her on a Monday no. morning, what are you doing? Oh, it's just a Monday. I'm, I'm studying poop fossils. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm just studying poop. That's all. Yeah. So It's like Monday shit. <laughs> Monday shit. Um, where do you get most of your subject matters like that you that you post about? Like, how do you find this stuff? Um, what brings you to the subject? What brings me to the subject? Well, when I started, I started with um, a site called Kalanish in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And the reason I started with that one was um, I watched a TV show called Outlander. Uh, in which they one. have a stone circle, Craig Nadun. Mm-hmm. And Craig Nadun is actually more based on Kalanish but location-based more on um, Clava Cairns. Because Mm. Clava Cairns is an ancient site close to Inverness. But the way Kregnadun in the show looks is more like Kalanish in the Outer Hebrides. Mm. So I decided to start with that. It's like my worst video. (laughs) The background music is way too loud and I just sucked at it. But, you know, I started somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um from there, I went to Newgrange because it's like the most known site in Ireland. Mm. And after Newgrange, it kind of started rolling. I opened uh, a Chrome tab. I typed in ancient stone structures. And I've got a list of like at least uh, 40 still on mm. my phone that I can just, just choose from at the moment, which I've been choosing from every since ever since Newgrange. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of like all over the world. Okay. I've, been, so you, I've done... Yeah, sorry? No, no, no. I was just going to say, so you've been researching this stuff for a long time now, and you're actually... Yeah like kind of narrowing down what you think would be like the most popular or what you enjoy the most, the most popular, the most interesting, the Mm -hmm. oldest on uh, a continent or country. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm focusing on the most at the moment. Like um, I've done the dolmens in the Netherlands Mm -hmm. and I knew upfront that there wouldn't be a big public at the start when I made the video. And it performed like my, be- my my worst video at the time when I uploaded it, which I knew mm-hmm. because who knows that the Netherlands has dolmens? Almost no one. So no one's going to search for it themselves. They might watch it after seeing my other videos. And that's how mm-hmm. that eventually started gaining the views. But okay. um, like uh, Malta, in Malta you have multiple sites from the Stone mm-hmm. Age, and Menaidra was one of the most familiar to most people outside of Malta. So mm. I chose that one because it's interesting, it's well-known, but it's not 
world popular or world famous, if that makes yeah, sense. It's, it's not like the pyramids because everyone exactly. knows about the Egyptian pyramids. <laughs> so and yeah, still, even when I know. made a, a video about the very, very first pyramid, it didn't perform that well. <laughs> really? I'm surprised about that. Yeah, it got stuck. It got stuck at 800 views and it was just like, nope, we're huh. not going to do this. And then I made the first facts or fiction video where I spoke about does Antarctica have a pyramid? And all of a sudden people just started clicking the Djoser pyramid video. And then the whole, you know, sarcophagi unearthing discovery Mm -hmm. in Egypt came around. And then from that, I just directed people to the pyramid video and then it just gained the views. Hmm. That makes sense. But it's not the organic growth I, I promote heavily. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I believe that. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people these days do. And, like, that's perfectly, like, honest and fine. Um, I know with me, I don't promote myself anymore. I don't try to stimulate any, like, specific words or content. I just do it for fun. Um, some of the people yeah. I used to work with, they... <clears throat> actually put money down for their sites they they tried to get as many people as possible to listen to their videos but i think if you're like doing something for fun it it's meant to be fun what you're doing is fun and like historically accurate uh uh it's very newsworthy like what what i want to say it's like if I was a college or even a high school student, I'd want to listen to your stuff because I'd be learning and it would give me something to actually work towards. So if I have had like your videos on in the background, I would use those as like a, like a study and like learn something new for a change instead of just like wasting my time playing a video game for like, I don't know, eight hours. I've done that before. <laughs> it, it's horrible. Don't do that. Same. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but um, I've had a couple uh, students from mm-hmm. high schools and colleges uh, message me telling me that their teachers used one or two of my videos in their classes. Yeah. Oh, kind of like the biggest compliment I've ever gotten. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. That's so yeah. cute. Yeah. Uh, like the Newgrange video. Uh, Newgrange for those who are listening and don't know what it is, it's an ancient burial mound in Ireland. Mm-hmm. It's more than 5,300 years old. It's completely reconstructed because, well, when Dave. you do an archaeological dig, you ruin stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to break it down and then build it up again. Um, Newgrange is most famous because on the winter solstice, around December 21st, the sun rises and illuminates the inner chamber inside the mound. So that's why Newgrange is like really famous. Everyone knows it. But there have been people that like actually give tours around Newgrange that have watched my videos and told me that they learned something new. Hmm. To me, that was awesome. kind of incredible to even hear. <laughs> yeah. So- and um, the Scarabre video, that, that one's been used like five times in classes already that's a mm-hmm. really ancient stone age village in scotland mm. completely so, made out of stone 
what is your your new passion project like the the future passion project for Klee right now like what what is your like your newest video going to be about if you can give us like a little bit of a taste of like Ooh. what's come uh, what's to come i have a new factor vi- uh fiction video completely mm-hmm. uh written the script and it's about did the giants build stonehenge mm. with including the pebble theory which i dubbed the pebble theory but there's an engineer in america and mm-hmm. he actually cracked the case on how they moved the stones there and how oh. they got the stones erected or standing upright because okay. these stones are not just a one or two tons but they're like they're incredibly heavy they're incredibly big so um that's going to be my first video and at the moment i'm also working on the anu ziggurat of uruk in iraq it's like a very ancient building from like uh 4000 bce Mm -hmm. so i'm working on that but i haven't written anything because i'm still reading about it and researching Mm -hmm. and i'm waiting on egypt I actually might have to introduce you to some of the uh, historians I've met over the years. Um, One of my professors from college, he was one of the most prominent uh, Roman archaeologists and historians. And I thought like, wow, he was really cool. But something that he did that I didn't realize, he would actually get in contact with like people from, all walks of what life and talk about religion with them. And he did this mm-hmm. not because it was his job, but because he wanted to learn. And I thought that was amazing. Awesome. Like he, wa- and he's a, he, I believe he's a devout Christian. Um, but he wanted to give a, a different perspective for all walks of life and all students that came under his wing. And I loved him for that because it's just like, you don't get, professors or teachers like that very very often in america and he was one of the first yeah. people to like actually get me stimulated in history and learn and be passionate about something and that's why i love history so much and that's why it's one of my majors i just oh, man if i could i i would love to like introduce you to like five different professors i had one from iceland who is the biggest sociologist in Iceland right now. And like one of the only ones and also business sociologists. He, um, he actually got rid of a lot of uh, white collared and blue col- uh, collared cl- uh, crime with his studies. And I think it's hilarious. No one knows about that, but it's, we used an Icelandic um, professor who came to America and actually did that. And I think you would actually fit in really well with learning, um, some of the stuff that he's learned kind of like mixing and mashing modern day society to previous, like, Oh, Hey lady, lady just joined. She's an old fan Um, to like ancient Egyptian time period because they had crimes back then. They had structures back then specific to Mm -hmm. whatever. And I just know that if you wanted to have a um, like a, a person to come on and like talk with you ever, he would be one of those people because he would actually look, look into crimes and societies as well as uh, sociology, uh, modern day sociology. 
And I think that's like something that I would love to hear more about in history, like a, a history of sociology, you know? Yeah, that sounds like really, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> Sorry, I, I love sociology as a lot as well and i get very passionate about it and i'm just like i know i'm kind of like pressuring you right now and i'm not trying no, to no 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 I just, you're not pressuring oof. no that's good so no, i always say that when the things i talk about like the history and stone age i mm-hmm. feel like people forget that society that we've we know today started back then everything started back in the stone age Without the Stone Age, we wouldn't be where we are today. Like in societies, in uh, the mm-hmm. way we uh, make buildings, the way we um, interact with each other even. Exactly. Because we started farming. We started making contact with each other. It wasn't just a tribe against tribe necessarily. It was we had to work together to survive. And then we had to work together to grow food. And in current day, we have to work together still to survive, grow food and, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. It's the foundation of society today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we're just trying to go to space. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turns out there's a pyramid on the moon or something like that. And then you're going to be like writing a like a, a really cool like paper being like, is there a pyramid on the moon? Find out next time. <laughs> Just they say there's a pyramid on Mars. Is there? Did they, Wait. did they say that? Wait, pyramid, Mars. They say oh this. Gosh. Yeah, okay. I'll send you a picture through Discord All right. real quick. <laughs> okay, they really say this. Th- these things, you know? It's, it's, it's weird. These theories are just gold mines, honestly. I love, I love that we have the internet as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's actually kind of interesting. Huh. That's actually kind of cool. Here, for anyone yeah. that wants to see, uh, I'm going to be posting this in chat. There you are. Um, that's just a pyramid. You just you can copy and paste that if you want. But it's just like this sand dune that has a almost like perfect pyramid. Pyramidal shape, yeah. Yeah. Just like the yeah. ones, uh, one in Ant- uh, Antarctica that I spoke about. Like on mm-hmm. Mars, it's the same. You know, they think yeah, there just, are pyramids everywhere. Well, here's the thing. Our, for me, being scientific, I know that over time it would erode to that shape. But a lot of people are like, oh, no, mm-hmm. no, it's aliens. Aliens created it. And I'm just like, really, people? Like, a pyramid on Mars? I, I Ola, like, don't believe... I personally don't believe uh, aliens would have thought of Earth as interesting enough to build anything. Mm-hmm. I do believe that aliens exist because, like, mm-hmm. it's really egotistical for of the human race to think that we are the only ones. Yeah, I, I do believe so, aliens exist somewhere out in the reaches of the far, far galaxy. Yeah, but exactly. I, I, I feel like they're so different than us that we don't really mm-hmm. understand how they would be. And I mean, technically yeah. bacteria is also an alien and there is supposedly bacteria on certain planets. Yeah, exactly. Like, and even intelligent life forms, of course I believe they exist. 
we're not the most intelligent beings in this entire universe because dolphins are even smarter than humans. So (laughs) that's why I'm saying it's like narcissistic and egotistical of the human race to think that we are the best because we're not. But it's fun to think about aliens that, of course, they exist. But really, Earth, a tiny, tiny planet revolving around the sun with a weird moon. Okay, the moon is weird. That I, I do have to agree with. We have a really weird moon compared to other moons. But I think you have a even question. Then, I have a Sorry. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they define as interesting? And I think that was to your... Wait, yeah. was that to me um, or Earth, you? I think that's you. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer it to my best knowledge. Earth does have water. Um, we have uh, plants, trees. We have mammals. We have a lot on this planet. But compared to other planets with life forms, we are really small. In True. a Milky Way, in a, in a galaxy, the Milky Way, and we are not even close to the center. We're like really on the outskirts of this galaxy. So um, look at it as like uh, you are walk, uh, watching like a football or a soccer match. When you're in the public and you're like really close to the field, you're like with the inner circle. And the further you go, the less you see, the less you learn, the less you um, process in your brain because you're further away. Well, that's how I see uh, Earth in the Milky Way galaxy. We're like really Mm -hmm. far away from like the center where actually everything happens with a black hole. But, you know, we don't want to die. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, let's not not die. (laughs) (laughs) But for aliens um, or extraterrestrials, um, I don't think that we would be interesting enough because there's like another planet that has water and it's like at least 10 times as big as Earth. I might be wrong. Mm. I don't even remember in which galaxy it was. I forgot about it, but... um, Do do you see their comments, by the way? Or do you want me to read them to you? Yeah, yeah, I see the comments. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure you could see that. How do we know what they would consider to be interesting? Well, we like to kill each other. And we're not that kind of... um, We don't live in peace. So I don't think extraterrestrials would think of us as interesting because if we have the audacity to kill each other, we would try to kill them. Mm, so I don't think that they would view us as interesting enough as to intervene with our lives. Fair, fair. Do you ever think, like, I know this is like one of those topics that is probably asked a lot, but have you ever thought about, like, <laughs> what if the aliens created the pyramids or made us create them? Like, I, I know that we created them because Pharaohs told us to, but do you, if there was ever a structure <clears throat> that was ever to be created by aliens, which structure do you think that would be? That is an ancient historic structure. Well, if we're talking about aliens and like historic structures, then first of all, Anunnaki, the Anunnaki. gods of the ancient Sumerians, they were um, a alien race that came to Earth, according to the uh, scriptures, uh, tablets, stone tablets. 
Um, mm. The Anunnaki, they had like, um, I, have to, I haven't looked into it for a long time, but the Sumerian god An, god of the sky, Anunnaki, came down to earth. I think it was mm -hmm. Enki that was like the, the, the big king. And mm -hmm. they created humans out of themselves. So mm -hmm. we've been created in the mirror image of our gods. Only they were the giants. Or like in the Bible, the Nephilim, but like the giants. They were giants. We were small. And humans did their work. And the story goes that humans had to um, mine gold in Africa for the Anunnaki because they needed the gold to restore their atmosphere on Nibiru, the 13th planet in our solar system, mm -hmm. as the story goes. <laughs> and um, eventually, after like a few hundred thousands of years, we started to develop our own will. And there were Anunnaki that weren't happy with that, and they were, and there were those who were happy with it. And mm. they didn't come back like every 10 years or every 20 years. I, th I think it's like, what did the, the, the scholars say? Um, I'm thinking Zechariah Sitchin, that was his name, yeah. Um, a uh, three thousand six hundred year long elliptical orbit around the sun. That was Nibiru. So every three thousand six hundred years, the planet mm -hmm. would be close to us, and then it would go away again. So we couldn't be even detected if we wanted to, according to him. Um, yeah, Nephilim. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. No, no, no you're good. Um, I was just trying to remember if that was it. Yeah, but um, he said that they came back every, what, maybe 20,000 years back then in, in mm -hmm. his story, in the way he thinks it, it went. And we became more and more developed and more and more intelligent. But he says that we can't be um, evolving. We, we can't have been evolved from apes because even though we are close and they used apes to create us, we are still a completely different species, according to Sitchin. Hmm. And the Anunnaki eventually were seen as gods by the Sumerians. Um, some, what is it? Five or 6,000 years ago. Around that time, they were seen as gods and that went on for a couple thousand years until eventually the Sumerians fell to the um, Akkadian Empire. That's really interesting. See, so, I think you'd actually yeah. be a really wonderful teacher because, for instance, you are actually teaching people on YouTube. And I just think you have a really good passion for some of the stuff. And you, you harness this knowledge like no other. And I think that's amazing. And I wish more people would be able to teach kind of like you. I, I do think, though, that... Um, Thank you. Yeah, no worries. I do think you have a, a way to make these kinds of... These kinds of topics to be more interesting to the, to uh, to the people that are listening. And when I was growing up in, like in my high school and middle school, I was so bored of history. But when I got to college, I found interest literally everywhere. And I was like, 
everything seemed so interesting to me because I had really good teachers. And in, in my state of being, I could technically teach uh, at a middle school and high school level, but I would need to, like, I would need to, like, literally just study for a good, like, six months to be able to teach some kid about, like, the Civil War or ancient Egypt or, like, even the founding of, like, Britain. I just, oof. I like there's so much yeah. history out there and like we're, we've been around for way too long honestly and I'm just like what's next <laughs> what's next <laughs> what more history will be written oh shit yeah exactly oh for me it was like at um in high school I had a really good teacher when it came to history and of course there were parts of history that are just completely boring to me as well like for sure, absolutely. Um, but the moment they started talking about like the Greeks or the Romans or like the Persian Empire, yeah, that that stuff is just oh, I can eat that every day. Just let me read mm-hmm. about it; it's good. And um, World War Two, it's like very. I'm very passionate about it because mm-hmm. yeah, I live in the Netherlands. I've grown up here. Um, my family has been through the war. And mm-hmm. they didn't come out unscathed. I'm not uh, from Jewish Jewish descent, but even though I'm not, my family was hurting at the time. And yeah, I mean, history has been a big part of my life since I was young. My dad was really into like the German uh, legends and sagas and all that mm-hmm. stuff. He was like really yeah. interested in that. And when I was about 10 years old, my uncle found out that we were of German descent and how far back that went. And we can hmm. trace our bloodline back to 1603, which is oh, really cool. Impressive. And yeah. even going back further to like the tribal history, I can trace it back to like before Christ. So hmm. that's really awesome to find things like that out. But yeah, my, my family's from German, from from Germany, um, around the area of uh, Thüringen. And mm. if you trace it back far enough, I'm from the Swaby people, and they uh, what are the fought Swaby people? Against the, the Romans. Nomads? Were, were they, they were the kind nomads? Of nomads? Yeah, the hunter gatherers, Swaby. Okay. Because I, I remember the, learning In, about them for a short time, and. Um, I don't. I don't the, remember the, the specifics. The Swabi were like, they were a large group of Germanic people from the Elbe River, and from the Swabi, you've had like the Hermanduri, and the Hermanduri eventually uh, morphed into the uh, Turingi, oh, and I interesting. them from the Turingi, and which is funny because like um, my dad. It, we found out that my dad is actually wearing the ancient family name since my dad is, his name is Herman During. Ah, and okay. we stem from the Herman Duri. <laughs> but That's we can trace it even back to the Irminones and the Irminones were like before the Swabi. And they were again in like multiple groups and even the Vikings stem from the Irminones. So 
it goes really mm-hmm. far back, like thousands of years. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember when you told me your sister analyzed and studied uh, dino poop? Poop fossils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. One of my one of my friends. Uh, we we went to the same class together, and we had mm-hmm. this professor for literally only four to five months, I guess. So it was so weird. She, um, she used to analyze and study middle Eastern toilets and their poop that was inside them. I, Mm -hmm. no joke asked her. So you study toilets for a living. And did you find anything interesting about them? And she's like, Oh yes, we found a great deal. Sometimes they're big toilets. Sometimes they're small. Sometimes they're they hold actual like DNA, fiber, just d- different stuff. And I was like, over the years, and there's actually a group of people that would poop in a jar, and they would keep it for uh, plant purposes, and it, it would break down. Okay. But it was perfectly preserved, and they actually got to look into the dietary. Um, um, the dietary substance in them. But the thing that bothered me the most was there was, I guess like an excavation, like maybe three years back. And there was a beat that was extinct until they found it. Well, one of the reasons they found it was because it was in a poop jar. (laughs) And now we're trying to make this beat jar. Yes, but this this beat was in the in I think it was in Africa, so somewhere near Egypt. But like, could you okay. imagine you find a poop jar? There's a beat in there, like a perfectly well preserved beat. <laughs> a well preserved beat. Oh my god, that's awesome! Also, yeah. Also, uh, Ashton, just so you know, I'm the one. Um, th- this is actually my podcast, but. Klee is a guest here, and she's actually a super knowledgeable individual. Um, I don't know, like, it depends what you want to talk about, but I wanted Klee to basically be the one to be able to talk today. And if you guys have questions, you're always welcome to, like, ask questions. Um, Did you know that the first... Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to tell Light. Um, So, Light, I do podcast every Sunday... And I podcast every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So about two hours ago, I stream, but on Sundays. Is this cast going to be posted on replay? Um, so this this is actually going to be posted not in replay, but in chill cast. Because we're just chilling and having a good time. I'm sad I have to leave, but I want to listen to the rest of this. Oh, yeah, no worries. Um, We're actually going to probably be posting it real soon. Um, I also have to make a meal for my family, but I think Klee uh, would like to, like, talk a little bit more. So, no worries. And Eastern Standard Time. So, Klee, what were you going over? I'm so sorry. I uh, You were talking about, like, like toilets and... and I don't know. No worries. You were talking about toilets and archaeology and all that stuff. I'm trying to find uh, one moment. Control T. I need to search back in one of my scripts. 
Um, okay, wait. Find. Uh, drainage. You gotta find it. Where was it? Oh, are you looking oh, up the, the drainage? Yes, like okay, perfect. Yeah. The oldest drainage system, everyone thinks that it's quite new and like of the past thousand, maybe 1500 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. The oldest drainage system is from at least, uh, was it two or three? Uh, at least 5,000 years ago. Wow, no okay. I thought it was like maybe yeah. 2,500, but... Oof. No, no, no. And that Scarabre, my dude, like this, this Stone Age village, holy shit. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. The beds are of stone. The dressers are made of stone. Everything's made of stone. That's the reason why it's so perfectly preserved. That's it's so just cool. incredible. So, um, wait, I'll show you a pic of what it looks like now. Copy, pick, and paste, and you can share it. Okay, dog. Oh, it doesn't go. Well, I have to drag it. I'm not usually on the computer on Discord. No worries. <laughs> oh, I might actually, have realized. I think I've seen this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Scarabre. It's an ancient stone village. They reconstructed one of the houses later on. And really um, the beds yeah. are of stone. The dressers are of stone. Everything's of stone. So around 2500 BCE, so about 4,000 years ago, 4,500 mm -hmm. years ago, the uh, people that were living inside this village, which was completely covered, so like the winds couldn't get a hold of it. It has internal passages going from home to home. And it has one entrance. This entire village, it was just like completely below ground. And um, they all of a sudden abandoned it four and a half thousand years ago. Like from one day to the other, they left, never came back. And huh. uh, it used to not be as close to the shore as it is today. Because like we all know, the, the oceans and the seas everywhere are like starting to eat up the land. Mm -hmm. and gain more as everything is sinking instead of Scandinavia, because Scandinavia is actually um, going more above sea level. So Scandinavia is growing while the rest mm. of the world is actually sinking. The reason why Scandinavia is growing is because of the weight of the glaciers that has pushed it down for so long. And now They're finally now. the earth is like, like a sponge, it's releasing all that pressure. That's so amazing. Going more above sea level. Yeah. Which my sister told me, the paleontologist. <laughs> but yeah, she researched that. And uh, she lives in Sweden, in Uppsala. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I talk with her regularly about ancient stuff, paleontology, dinos, whatever, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. What do you talk about? But uh, yeah, the, the oldest drainage system in the world is from Scarabre on the mainland island of Orkney. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I can't believe that it's like 5,000 years old. That's hella old. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone forgets. I, I have a, a piece in my uh, newest script that I can read out 
even though it's not filmed yet, but sure. like it's a personal opinion of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, let me find it. Uh, I personally believe that we don't give credit where credit is due when it comes to our ancient ancestors, because they were incredibly skilled builders, mathematicians, and astronomers. They didn't have the daily distractions that we currently face. They didn't have the light pollution we experience in modern times. And they were far more intelligent than we like to admit in this day and age. It's a short snippet of what I wrote in my latest script about like the mm-hmm. giants. Because no, yeah. I don't believe aliens or giants built these structures. I believe that humans have been far more intelligent, uh, intelligent than we even believe it to be possible today i believe that too because if you even look at like ancient writings they were so beautifully written and there's so much emotion exactly and um what was it there's a it's really interesting fact so think about this someone long ago like thousands of years ago managed to create math like one plus two yeah. equals three. One plus one equals one. That sort of stuff. They use that to measure grain to like to calculate how much someone should get or how much they have for the winter. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, you think someone created the internet without using the internet. Yeah. Like, that kind exactly. of stuff is amazing. And we as humans, we're amazing. It just depends on like what we do with our lives, where we go, all these different things. And I think like what you just wrote and read to us, like that's amazing because like w- we don't think about that too often. And you have such a stimulating viewpoint that people are going to like give you applause for that. I think it's because the modern day human, um, we're lazy. And I don't mm. mean lazy like we don't work, but we're lazy in our minds. We're yeah. lazy enough to just sit down and watch a movie for two and a half hours. Like back that in ancient sense. times, you didn't sit around for two and a half hours and did absolutely nothing. You mm-hmm. watched the stars. You felt you, you, you watched the wind from which mm-hmm. way was the wind blowing? Um, where at what time on your, sun a calculator or like a sundial sorry uh, at what time on the sundial at what point did the sun go down or at what point did it come up all those things they studied the world way more than we do today in a completely different way because like i said the light pollution makes it almost mm-hmm. uh, impossible to study the stars yeah we barely see them so sad um, nowadays the pollution in the air makes it almost impossible to actually study the wind because the wind doesn't blow like it used to because the air is polluted. So it has different weights to it. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I mean, um, when they uh, built like Newgrange, for instance, uh, for instance, they had to wait multiple years for that winter solstice sunrise on December 21st. And find out the, the, the line of which the passage should have been built and the chamber for that beam of light, that sunbeam, 
to reach into the passage, into the chamber, and illuminate the back stone. It's not just in the chamber itself. It illuminates the back stone. It's like, what, uh, 24 meters into this big, huge ass mound. That's hmm. a really big different uh, distance when you think of like a normal house from top to bottom. It's like six meters hmm. on average. It's incredible. That's so amazing. Yeah. And they were far more skilled and they had the time to invest into it. Time that we currently don't have or don't take. Yeah. So modern humans are, are lazy they think everything is already invented. They think everything is already here. And it's not. Oh, yeah. We, we can it's, still make things. Of course oh, you, you can. I mean, we, yeah. have the, we have the ability to um, create. It's what I think humans are here for, actually. We are here to create, whether that's another human by birth or whether that's a building. Mm. True. That's like the legacy I feel like of the human race. We are here to create. An animal is here to exist. Did you? But I don't um, feel like humans are here to exist. I think we're here to exist, yeah. but we're existing in different ways. Like you said, to create. And the, our creations are going to propel us forward throughout mankind, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's how it's going to be for humans. But I wanted to ask you, did you want to uh, tell people like what your podcast is called and like how to find you if uh, they want to listen to you, My... like more of you? Yeah, sure. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's called History with Kaylee. I can type it in the chat real quick. That is a K A Y L E I G H. Like L-E-I-G-H. <laughs> Don't ask me why, because like my mom could have just written it way easier. But yeah, what, what um, if she like I make did videos? K-E- <laughs> oh, they. I know people who actually are named that. Yeah, I've I've seen every variation you can of this name. <laughs> See, I, I know you as everything Klee. you can imagine. Well, see, yeah. that's, that's the thing. Klee's I know you easier. as Klee, and I'm just like Kay Lee. It's the simplest way. But if she if she named you K and then dash Lee, I'd be like, my God, that mother. I <laughs> but I, I used to call myself K dash Lee. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's where it comes from. Oh, it's from so an funny. old. It's from an old uh, email address. Because, uh-huh. like, I have family members who are actually unable to write my name. Hmm. So, when I was, like, the age of 10 or 11, I stopped getting birthday cards because I told them that you can you couldn't even spell my name right. So, they just stopped oh. sending me anything. <laughs> That's so, sad. so, I made an email address in which I didn't have to explain that's, that's how a lot my better, name I'd say. should have been written. So, it was just k dash yeah. Lee. Yeah, so, hmm. and M just went with it, actually. <laughs> He's, ever enough. since he saw my email address, I've been Glee. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it's been a few what months of just, me being Glee again. What if I call you Lee, like, from now on? Like, hey, Lee, how's it going? No, no, <laughs> no, I'm not a Lee. I'm, I'm not a Lee. 
<laughs> Adelie? No. no, but like, um, for me, it's funny because like back in high school and with most of my friends, they would call me Klee because okay. even they had trouble writing my name or, and just like Klee is easier in yeah. any, in every sense. So, I mean, yeah, most to people... me it's funny that after. Yeah, no, I get yeah. you. Like with my name, Vager, a lot of people say it's Vader for some reason. And I'm just like, I'm not Darth Vader. Thank you though. <laughs> and um, <laughs> a, a lot of people will call me V or they'll just be like, Vigor, and I'm just like, uh, no, but close enough. And it doesn't like bother me anymore. I just think it's really funny because some people will call me whatever they want, and I'll just be like, sure, whatever. And I remember M because he was trying to be funny. He called me Vigilante, and then he called me Victor, and then he called me like so many different things. And I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But, I do want to thank you for coming on to the podcast and I do want everyone to know this has been Klee or Kaylee and you can reach her on YouTube at history with Kaylee. Do you want to say anything yes. before we go? Uh, I, th I think I've said enough. <laughs> you think you've said enough? All right. Well, thank you. Can a human say who... more than I already did? <laughs> oh well thank you for joining us and um thank you kaylee yeah, it for was fun being a part of this <laughs> yeah thank you i yeah. hope we uh i, I had a lot of have fun like a, yeah i i would like to have like a um i guess like a drinking night where i can bring a bunch of friends onto the podcast and we can just drink and talk and just be chill i think that Definitely. would be like a cool thing yes yeah yeah well i'll, I'll see you later to it. <laughs> me too yes Bye. everyone has a great night <laughs> Bye.